This is Indiana. This is high school basketball. This is Hoosier Hysteria. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Spotlight Game on 95.7 FM. High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio is presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires. Great prices. Visit TireRack.com. Now let's go courtside with Bob Berger and Angelo DiCarlo. Every athlete that goes to St. Joe or Marion dreams of making a shot in the final seconds against their arch rival. St. Joe's Mia Naman did just that one month ago in the Holy War with a huge three that forced overtime. St. Joe would go on to defeat Marion by three. Tonight, the rematch, and this one comes in the postseason with a spot in the sectional finals on the line. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Girls Basketball Spotlight Game. Presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. And since it is a Holy War battle, we have a third presenting sponsor tonight in Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Learn more about Andrew by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. I'm Angel DiCarlo coming to you live from Glen High School in Walkerton, site of the 3A Girls Sectionals. Washington just defeated Jimtown in the first semifinal, 47-31. So they will meet the winner of our game tonight, St. Joe and Marion. My broadcast partner, as always, is Bob Berger. And coach, if we get anything close to the game last month, it'll be an exciting one. Well, I'll tell you, we talked about it uh, after uh, the girls' season basically ended. We said it was the most exciting game that we had seen all year, and that maybe even included some of the great boys' games that we've seen. Yeah. It was uh, really an outstanding game, a fun game, and I expect nothing more than that uh, tonight. All right, before we go any further, let's take you to the pregame prayer. This is Father Nathan Maskell, chaplain of Marion High School, welcoming you to this broadcast of our Marion Knights student-athletes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, thank you for gathering us this day as members of your holy family. Please watch over all players, coaches, referees, and fans today, sheltering them in your care. May we have kindness in our hearts, mindfulness in our souls, and endurance to finish. Through the intercession of our patroness, the Blessed Virgin Mary, protect all competitors and relieve the burdens they bear. Grant us strength and courage in our journey to eternal life. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Joe enters tonight 16-8 and on the season. They had a thrilling win over Washington last Thursday here on Redeemer Radio, but then lost in the regular season finale to Lake Central. The Tribe defeated Clay Wednesday night in the opening round here at Glen, 63-25. St. Joe has been up in 4A each of the last two years, so this year they're back in 3A, looking to win a sectional crown for the first time since... They won the state title back in 2017, the last time they were in 3A, Coach. Well, I tell you, they're back, but they still have a uh, an outstanding team, and I think it's a, a team that's been kind of interesting to to follow because in uh, mid-January had a three or four-game losing streak, but now they've re- they've righted the ship. They're heading in the right direction. They have won four straight, and I think uh, they're going to be ready to go tonight against the Marion Knights. All right, so this should be a, a great battle. Mayor, meanwhile, is 20-5. and five. Uh, Since that loss to St. Joe, Coach, they have not lost again. Winners of nine in a row, including the win over Host Glenn, 50-28 Wednesday in the sectional opener. 
Well, I tell you, they're playing great ball. And as you talk to the coaches, you talk to the players, Marion is playing with a lot of confidence going into this ball game. And I think that's going to really create a situation where we're just going to have a great game. Two teams that are both heading in the right direction. They're heading for this big showdown here tonight. You can go courtside right now to our St. Joe student intern, Josh Jude, who has been uh, talking to both head coaches before the game. So let's take you to Josh, who has the coach's thoughts. Well, both head coaches have around the same message. They're both extremely pumped up for the game. They're chomping at the bit all day. They're really excited. All the players are excited for the rematch tonight. All right, Josh, thank you very much. And, and Coach, I think that makes a whole lot of sense, right? It's one of those situations where you, you've been sitting around waiting for the game all day, and <laughs> you're ready to go. Well, I think you are, and I think you get nervous, and you get uptight, and you know what's on the line. That's the thing. Both these teams really know what's on the line. Hey, they win tonight. They go on and play Washington for the section, the 3A sectional championship. You lose. Hey, you go home and you wash the gear, collect the gear, and put it away till the opening game next year. And nobody wants to do that. They want to be playing tomorrow night and beyond. Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, you look at the fact that, uh, you know, these players know each other so well. I mean, uh, Cashlin Biffle, Keegan Sullivan, and, and Christina Heimek played basketball together yeah. growing up, you know, and one of them, you know, they're hanging out, chatting with each other during the first half of the Washington Gymtown game. And they're saying to each other, uh, you know, congratulations, best of luck. But then now they want nothing more than to beat their good friend here tonight. Well, I tell you, that's something when you're always playing against a friend, a buddy. Hey, you're still good buddies. But still, when the when they throw the ball up, the scoreboard, the clock starts to move. Then, hey, you're out there to win the ball game and you're out there to play hard and the uh, friendships somewhat end during that time. But afterwards, hey, it's uh, just uh, you shake hands and you, you compliment your uh, and congratulate your good buddy. All right, let's start. Uh, take a look at the starting lineups. First for the Marion Knights, coached by Steve Scott, 63-14 and 14 in his third season at Marion. He's led the Knights to 20 wins or more in all three of his seasons, and they've won this sectional each of the last two years. So um, pretty amazing what, oh. what, they, what he has done since coming on board. Oh, it's great because they had a long, dry spell where Marion never won the sectional. Steve has come over to Marion, and I tell you, he has really got the uh, program going in the right direction. You talk to Steve, he loves it at Marion. He just uh, enjoys himself there. He enjoys going to practice. He enjoys working with the girls. And, uh, hey, this is it's all come around, and they've got a couple of sectional championships, and he's going for that third one here to, well, hopefully tonight to get into that sectional championship. In a way, it feels like this is a sectional championship game. But in many ways, it definitely isn't because you have to win two very difficult games in two days to win the sectional title because there's no question Washington is a great team who will face the winner of this one. Washington lost to St. Joe in the final seconds last week. Uh, and they beat Marion earlier in the year, so they're going to be a definitely a, a big contender in this matchup. Well, they really, they really will be, and I think that's a, what makes it great. Hey, the, the three teams that are left now, St. Joseph's, Marion, and Washington, you know, you can almost flip a coin, but that's what makes it great. Uh, high school basketball, it's tournament time. 
Two seniors in the starting lineup for Marion. 614, Christina Heimlich named a second team NIC All-Star today. She averages 13.4 points and 10.4 rebounds per game. She's also shooting 41% from beyond the arc. 5-4 guard Jaden Rangel averages 4.7 points per game in her last six games, Coach. She's yeah. 15 of 35 from beyond the arc, shooting 43% from three in those six games. You know, we talked to her while she was in part of her slump, and she felt confident in her shot. And she said she was still working on it. Well, it's come around for her, and that's going to definitely help Marion. Jaden's little sister, Peyton, is a 5-5 sophomore, averaging 4.8 points per contest. 5'8 junior Mackenzie Hutchins does a little bit of everything. 12.8 points, 7.4 rebounds, 4.3 assists, and 3.4 steals per game. And freshman Nevea Foster averaging exactly 20 points per contest. Name a first-team All-NIC player today with 17 points on Wednesday versus Glenn. She became the first Marion female to ever <laughs> score 500 points in a season. And how impressive she does it, Coach as a freshman. But hey, she really, she's smooth. That's the <laughs> best way. I'm going to use the word smooth. That's your word. But uh, she is smooth and she just plays under control all the time, takes advantage of situations there and uh, doesn't try to force things. And that's why she is such an outstanding player. And congratulations to her making first team NIC. St. Joe is coached by former Notre Dame star Becca Bruszewski Goodman, 32 and 16 in her second season. 5'11 senior guard Keegan Sullivan leads the way, averaging 17.8 points, 10.4 rebounds and 4.2 assists per game. She now has 1,437 career points, passing her sister daily for fifth all-time on St. Joe's girls' scoring list. Joining her in the backcourt is 5'7 sophomore Kelly Radican, averaging 5.4 points and 3.6 assists per game. The wing is 5'10 junior Sarah Heastan, who's putting up 8.7 points per contest. The forwards, two seniors, six foot and Garolchak, averaging 5.3 points and 6.5 rebounds a game. And 5'11", Cashlin Biffle, 11 points and six rebounds per game. Cash today, named an honorable mention, all NIC player. Well, both teams have just some outstanding players. And Keegan Sullivan, uh, a part of the Sullivan family, they the first three Sullivan children have all scored 1,000 points. And I think younger brother, who's a freshman at Marion, he'll probably get to that point too. But the, the Sullivans have really carried Marion's girls team, Daly and Keegan, and uh, just an outstanding play. Just plays hard, gives 100% all the time out on the floor. And Deglin's probably in the house here tonight, and I don't know who he'd be cheering for. <laughs> Whether or not he's cheering for his sister or if he's cheering for uh, his teammates at Marion. So. Well, he better be here tonight, I'll tell you. And, uh, There's no same excuse. with Sean Sullivan, the father who's the assistant coach at Marion. He doesn't get to see Keegan as much as he would like. Well, I'm sure he's here tonight. All right, uh, let's now take you to that interview with St. Joe's Cash and Biffle and Marion's Christina Heimlich, starting with our conversation with Cash. All right, Cash, Marion, St. Joe, one more time. What's this one going to be like for you guys? Um, this is It's a really big game. Our last Holy War, whether we win or lose, it's my senior year, so it's going to be really emotional, but I think sticking to the little things and making sure we come together as a team will be important. How much more special does that make it, getting another chance to play them? Because these are the games you're always going to remember. Yeah, it's going to make it really special. I have a lot of friends on that team, so it's going to be good going against them. It'll be friendly competition, but we definitely want to get the win. Take us back to the first game and how crazy it was. Yeah, the first game, there's a lot of emotions. I think that um, 
It was back and forth the whole game, and then Mia hit that shot. Mon gets the inbound pass. Pressure by Mary. Back Marriott. to Radikin. Ten seconds left. West to Naman. Open on the left wing for three. She got, got it. it! She got it! Woo-hoo. Two seconds left. Tied at 57. Hutchin at the buzzer. Won't go. We are going to overtime in the holy war on the hardwood. How about that? The buzzer beater took us in overtime, and then we kind of just took it from there. We knew that we had a push. So I think that was a good, that was a good, good to know going into this game. So we know that they're hard competition, but we have to come out hard. You guys have won a lot of games. Then I, at least against this sectional, especially with the Marion game, Washington game in particular, uh, down the stretch. Does that help uh, as you go into this stretch run here against those same teams again? Yeah, it helps. It gives us confidence to know that we can beat those teams, but it's also a little bit tough because we know that we're going to have to come back, come out ten times harder because it's that much harder for us to beat them a second time. So I think there's a lot of pressure there. But other than that, I think that gives us a lot of confidence. And is there an extra added um, craziness or uh, anxiousness in your body being a senior, knowing if you lose, it's it's over? Yeah, definitely. This makes me go ten times harder and make sure I knock down shots, make sure I'm focused in all the time. And I think that that really helps me be a leader on the court. I think that a lot of the girls look up to me and Keegan, and I think that when they see us focusing and stuff, it really helps. Cash, thank you very much. Best of luck. Thank you. Now joined by Christina Heimlich of the Marion Knights. Uh, Holy War Part 2, Christina. Uh, how, how ready are you guys for this uh, rematch? Uh, very ready. Um, we have a huge chip on our shoulder because of what happened in the regular season, and we're just ready to get our revenge. How difficult was that one when, you know, we know what happened. Naman hits that huge three, forces overtime, and then you guys lose. Uh, it was very difficult. It was very disappointing. But, you know, we haven't lost a game since, so we bounced back, and we're ready. Uh, you, you say that. You haven't lost a game since. What what changed after that, if anything? Um, we just said that losing's over, and if we want to make it far in the tournament, we got to change something, and we did. This is your last time playing St. Joe, no matter what happens. How much will you embrace that and enjoy that? Because these are the games you'll always remember. Yeah, um, I'll enjoy every minute of it. Just not take it for granted and just have fun, really. And then, you know, what do you guys got to do to be able to, to prevail this time around? What, what's the biggest keys for you guys? Uh, definitely defense and rebounding. They're pretty big, and they got a lot of talent. So we, we got to stop them and stop them getting from shots. What are the emotions like, not necessarily even just for that game, but just being a senior in sectionals, knowing, hey, you lose, your career's over. How, how much has that been different? maybe than, than in years past when you're an underclassman. You know, hey, there's always next year. Yeah, um, it motivates me even more because I don't want this to end. And, um, you know, getting a win against St. Joe is what's going to happen. Christina, thank you very much and best of luck. Thank you. Both teams being introduced right now, St. Joe and Marion, and the excitement is on here. You can feel it here in Walkerton, Coach. Definitely uh, both teams and both fan bases ready to go. It's always exciting when it's a Holy War, but you throw in the fact that it's a playoff game, it makes it even crazier. Oh, it really does, because this is for all the marbles. We have the St. Joe fans on our left, the Marion fans on our right. So we're going to be getting it from both sides. They're excited. The players are excited. And we're excited here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Obviously, you always want to win the regular season game. No team ever wants to lose. 
But we know, especially in this rivalry game, it always feels yeah. like the team that wins in the regular season, if they play again in the postseason, is not the one that comes out on top. It has happened so often between these two teams. They're so even, really, that anything can happen. But or you these, see even th these two schools, you know? <laughs> oh, that's It, it doesn't right. matter if it's baseball, Both. softball. It doesn't matter the sport. It can be bowling, a Chippewa <laughs> bowling alley. But I tell you, it's... Uh, so you win the first game, yes, you want to win, but you know that doesn't guarantee you anything when you meet again in tournament play. And I'm sure that's what Marion has been thinking all the time. St. Joseph, hey, we've got to keep, we've got to keep improving, got to keep getting better. And uh, so that makes for a great game. And, you know, in the postseason, it's definitely been uh, the Avenger factor has definitely come into play, Coach. The Avenger factor so frequently. And that's where the team that wins in the regular season, many times, about 70% of the time, they lose in the tournament. It's happened 18 times so far this year, this tournament in girls basketball and I'm sure Marion wants to be number 19 St. Joe says no way 18 times already yeah. we're we're in this is the third day of the tournament and it's yeah. already happened 18 times it's crazy yeah we're just at the semifinals but the, when you get two teams that are close there was one game uh, one team it was a 43 point turnaround from the regular season margin to the to the tournament margin so well, it's yeah we've got to have a great one no matter avenger factor or whatever yeah. we're going to have a great game here well and this one was only a three-point factor the first right. time st joe winning in overtime okay kelly radican cashlin biffle keegan sullivan and girl sarah Heaston, nevea foster mackenzie hutchin jaden rangel peyton rangel and christina heimlich for the Marion Knights, yes. St. Joe in their Columbia blue, dark jerseys, Marion in white, outlined in dark blue, and we are yeah. underway here at Walkerton at Glen High School, the 3A girls basketball sectional semifinals in our Redeemerito girls basketball spotlight game presented by Tyrac, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Cashlin Biffle going left to right, missing the jumper. It's rebounded by Mackenzie Hutchins. Well, Marion started off in their 2-3 zone. They've been playing much more of that this last half of the season, maybe since the winning streak. Foster has the ball, driving into the paint, goes up for the shot. She's fouled. No, they're going to say she traveled, no. took too many steps, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. First turnover of the game. Uh, you can see the tension here. Steve Scott did not like that call. And again, we're 32 seconds into the ball game, so you can see everybody's ready to go. St. Joe goes inside <laughs> to Keegan Sullivan. Sullivan off the high glass, won't drop. Christina Heimlich, the rebound for Marion. Just underway, 45 seconds in. Pick set by Hutchin to Foster. Back to Hutchin inside. Kicks it out to Jaden Rangel. Spots up for three off the back end. High, long rebound for Heimlich. Puts on the floor, falls to the ground, and she's going to be called for the travel. That's it. Heimlich really went after that ball. She's averaging 10.4 rebounds a game, and you can see why she's getting in double figures. She just wanted that ball. So one minute in, no score between St. Joe and Marion. Oh, a trap. Trap set, but a foul That's called it. on Marion as they try to converge on Sarah Heastan, and the foul going to be called on Peyton Rangel. First team foul in the game, and St. Joe will inbound opposite of us across from the Marion bench. A little bit of a surprise early in the game to trap that wing. I haven't seen them do that uh, this year. Keegan Sullivan spots up for a long three. It won't go down. Hutchin gets her second rebound of the early going. Up to Foster on the right wing, covered by Heastan. 
Heimlich's open on the left wing. She spots up for three, and she nails it, and she can hit those. She shoots 41% from beyond the arc, her 30th three-pointer of the season. It's 3-0 out of the gate. Marion leading St. Joe. I know you think of Christina Heimlich as a, a real banger in there, but she can nail that three. Sullivan gives it to Radigan, back to Sullivan, yeah. left wing, throws it up from 25 feet, won't go. Cashlin Biffle, the long rebound in the right corner, gives it off to Sarah Heestan. Heestan not known for those threes, mm. so she doesn't take it, even though she had She was open room. that time, but uh, I think Marion gave that to her. Only she five, didn't take it. Only five of 23. Yeah. Pass inside to Sullivan. Jumper just in front of the free throw line, won't go, and Marion gets the rebound. So St. Joe <laughs> struggling here to make mm -hmm. shots. They've had some. They've had some good looks. But a couple of Sullivan's looks have been really far. That one was definitely a good one. Now a trap set on Foster. Kicks it out to Hutchin. Over to Peyton Rangel. Back to Hutchin. Hutchin at the free throw line. Gives it to Heimlich. Heimlich into the left corner for Rangel. Back to Foster. Left wing. Foster driving inside. They're going to call a foul. She collides in with a pair of St. Joe players. And the foul going to be on Sarah Heestan. First foul on the St. Joe Indians. Well, I tell you, that time Foster saw the opening, a little bit of a gap in that zone, and she tried to get it, and uh, she got through and got fouled. 3 nothing. Marion leading out of the gate here. <laughs> and the inbound pass comes in, and the Knights have it. Jaden oh. Rangel with the ball on the right wing. Trap set yeah. by Radikin and Gorelchek. It's a good one. She tried to pass off to Hutchin. Just able to get it off. Pass by Hutchin inside to Heimlich. Runner won't go. Radic in the rebound. Bounce pass up to Sullivan. Pushing it up the floor. Bounce pass up to Heastan. Right wing inside the Biffle. Biffle puts <laughs> on the floor. Has it stripped away cleanly by Hutchin. She's across the timeline. She's inside the three-point line. Inside the paint. Shot blocked by Sullivan as Hutchin goes up for the layup. And it goes out of bounds. And it'll remain Marion basketball. I tell you, Hutchin has really been... Very aggressive here. She's really come out ready to play. The guy has a couple rebounds. Had a nice steal in there. Inbound pass to Heimlich on the left wing. Gives it a Hutchin top of the key. Covered by Sullivan. Pick set by Heimlich. Pick and roll. But Sullivan breaking it up. Gets the steal. She pulls up from the three-point line for three. Won't go. Rebound for Hutchin. Who now has four rebounds early on. Alla pass up to Heimlich. Wide open under the lane. And she's in for the bucket. 5-0, Marion, all five points from Christina Heimlich, 440 to play here in the first quarter. Well, I tell you, you know, we know St. Joe's averaging 55 points a game. They have yet to get on the scoreboard. Heastan gives it a Radican. Radican left wing, high rainbow <laughs> shot won't go. Peyton Rangel the rebound, or Jaden Rangel the rebound. Oh. Outlet pass tipped by Heastan, comes down to Hutchin. She pulls it out Good to the left wing. Smart move by McKenzie. Kenzie drives in, and she's fouled by Garolchak, and she will go to line to shoot two here. Hudson, very aggressive to the basket, and uh, able to draw a lot of fouls. Second team foul on St. Yeah. Joe. She leads the team in free throws attempted. She's shot 128 so far this year, and uh, she because she is aggressive to the basket. And she misses the front end. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. Hutchin only a 68% free throw shooter. That's a number they probably would love to get higher right. next year. Second free throw is good for Hutchin, and it is 6-0 Marion. Remember, St. Joe won the regular season battle in <laughs> overtime, 66-63. 2-2-1, three-quarter court press, trying to slow St. Joe up a little bit. Garalchek has the ball on the left wing, gives it to Sullivan. Sullivan... Now to Radikin between the circles. 
Dribble drive, pulls up yeah. for three, won't oh. go. Heimlich the rebound. Nice screen out by Heimlich. That's textbook by Christina Heimlich. Gives it up to Foster. Foster puts up a three and nails it. Nine nothing. Marion and St. Joe forced to call a timeout. Wow. 348 to play, first quarter, and it's 9-0 Marion out of the gate. We'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. With Marion leading 9-0 here early on, and St. Joe yet to go on the scoreboard, our intern Josh Schutte was just listening in on the St. Joe huddle. Josh? Well, uh, Coach Becker from St. Joe really stressed to stop taking the deep threes and get to the basket, run in transition, don't step back, be aggressive on the boards, and go out in transition to finish those easy layups. All right, Josh, thank you very much. You I good? agree with that 100%. I think that's great analyst by Coach Brzezinski. All right, and thanks to Josh Jude bringing us into the huddle there. Sarah Heastan has the ball on the left wing, driving inside, doing just that, and she's foul going up for the shot. Ooh, I don't know. It looked like Heimlich got a lot of ball, but I guess they must have gotten something on her. Uh, Marion fan's not happy, but either way, it's a foul on Heimlich, and Heastan to the line. I, I tell you, Heastan did exactly what Coach Brzezinski said to do in the huddle. Josh picked that up, and the, she followed that, and we got to see it. He's in at the free throw line, misses the front end. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interior. She's the team's best free throw shooter coach, uh, yeah, making 73%. At, so nothing going St. Joe's way here early on. And second free throw she misses. Hutchin gets the rebound. That's five rebounds for Hutchin. Foster has the ball on the left wing. Covered by Heastan. Well, he stand, I think, in the uh, regular season game, he stand had the responsibility of guarding Foster. Jaden Rangel gives it to Hutchin. Hutchin over to Peyton Rangel on the right wing. She drives Ooh. inside, kicks it to the left corner for a Heimlich. Over to Jaden Rangel, nicely done by Kelly Radikin to break it up. Inside to Foster, kicks it out to Heimlich. Heimlich <laughs> in the left corner for three, and Christina Heimlich makes it 12 nothing. See Marion. Christina Heimlich has come to play tonight. She's ready. She has eight points here in the first quarter, had nine points in the first quarter Wednesday night in the sectional opener victory. And it's 12-0. Marion, 2.45 to play first quarter. I wouldn't get too uh, overconfident if I'm Marion no. and the Marion fans. He has a long way to go in the game, and we know what St. Joseph is capable of. Sullivan for three, won't go. Ball tips around, Gralchek gets the rebound. Gralchek goes up for the shot, she misses. Gets her own rebound at the three free throw line. Gives it off to Heastan, right wing for Sullivan. Sullivan tries to drive it inside, kicks it out left corner. Radikin for three, well off the mark, put too much on it, and it's an air ball. Rebound for Hutchin, number six. Goes the length of the court and up and in for the lay-in. How about that? And Marion's up 14-0. The Knights up by two touchdowns here. It's feeling like the football game from earlier this season. Opposite end, shot won't go for St. Joe. Heimlich the rebound. Wow. And she's got, I believe, four rebounds along with Hudson. Now, St. Joe's missing a lot of shots. That uh, sometimes helps with the rebound totals. 14 nothing. 145 to play here in the first quarter. Foster gives it off to Hutchin. Hutchin drives oh, inside, blown by, he, or oh. blown by Sullivan. 
She's foul going up for the shot, and she'll go to the line. The foul is on Gralchek, and I think that's Gralchek's second. It is. Second, I believe. Yes, it is. Well, I'll tell you, Hudgens, as we say many times, we've seen her this year, very aggressive going to the basket. Hutchin at the free throw line, front end is good. She now has four. Mia Naman checking in. She was the star in the first game uh, with the big three, so maybe she can spark St. Joe to get on the scoreboard maybe. here she in this was game. Our, she was our Tony Letcher player of the game. And second free throw for Hutchin uh. rolls off. 15-0 is the score. Marion up. Naman has it on the left wing. That's where she tied the game in the final four seconds. <laughs> 125 to play here first quarter. St. Joe still trying to get on the scoreboard. Oh. Sullivan has her shot partially blocked from behind. Rebound for Heimlich. They're getting the shots on the inside, which Coach Brzezinski wanted. They just haven't been able to finish them off. Foster left wing, Whoa. puts up a three with a hand in the face and hits it. It's 18-0. Unbelievable. Right now, Marion, opposite end. Sullivan's shot won't go. Ooh. Rebound for wow. Foster. One minute to play here in the corner. Peyton Rangel gets it from Jaden Rangel, but this one goes out of bounds. And I guess that might be the first, first. mistake Marion's <laughs> yeah. had. Yeah, it seems strange. We haven't seen Marion do too much wrong. Maybe that was. I know it was their first turnover. Well, third turnover, actually. They did have two in the th first minute. Okay. Heimlich comes out of the game and gets a huge ovation as... Well, Montag come, Tegan Montag comes in for Marion. Well, they'll give Heimlich a little bit of a break here till the quarter. Sullivan tries to pass oh, it nice. inside to Biffle, but Jaden Rangel coming out of nowhere to Rangel knock the ball out of bounds. Good hustle by Rangel. Nothing is the score. This is the wow. last thing we expected. No, to I did not expect this. Sullivan takes the inbound pass. She has it on the left wing, picks up by Biffle, drives in, gives it off to Naman. Naman, top of the key. Left wing for Radican. 45 seconds to play in the corner. Sullivan has it, top of the key. Drives in, spin in the paint, goes up for the shot. And finally, St. Joe gets its first points of the game. It's at 18-2 with 35 seconds left here in the first quarter as St. Joe finally gets on the board. Well, maybe that gets the lid off the basket. St. Joe can get some of those good shots, not a fall. You can almost see it in Sullivan's face, um, the relief to finally get on the scoreboard. So 18 seconds left in the corner. Marion trying to play for the final shot. Foster has the ball on the right wing. Bounce pass to Jaden Rangel. Knocked out of bounds by Kelly Radigan. So it'll remain Marion basketball. Heimlich going to check back in the game. Well, I'll tell you, they bring Heimlich in for scoring opportunities. If they do get a shot, she can get the offensive rebound, put it in, or they can get the ball into her and score. Hutchin gets the inbound into the front court. Uh -huh. Left or right side for Foster. Three-pointer uh -huh. won't go. Radican gets the rebound. There's three seconds left. Gives it up to Sullivan. Half-court shot at the buzzer. Ooh, nearly goes in, but rims off, and that'll do it for the first quarter. 18-2 is our score. Go figure, but I'm not counting St. Joe out just yet. <laughs> no, Back after I am this not. No, on I'm Redeemer not. Radio 95.7. What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services to save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. 
Special thanks to Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance, the presenting sponsor for a broadcast of tonight's Holy War matchup between St. Joe and Marion. In fact, Andrew is the presenting sponsor for all our Holy War broadcasts, including for the first time baseball and softball coming up in May. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more about Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Josh Jude back with you. 18-2, Marion leading St. Joe's start of the second quarter here in the 3A girls basketball sectional semifinals. Marion has the ball to start the second quarter, trying to go ahead as we hit 8 o'clock on the nose here, and you're listening to Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michigan. And this is the Redeemer Radio girls basketball spotlight game, St. Joe versus Marion in the Holy War on the Hardwood rematch in the 3A girls basketball sectional semifinals here at Glen. Pass inside by Marion, tipped out of bounds by St. Joe, and it remains Knights basketball. It's fun to watch he stand guarding Foster. She's really working real hard against one of the top players in the state. 7.37 to play in the second quarter. St. Joe or Marion inbounds underneath the basket to Heimlich. <laughs> misses the shot, but Hutchin fights for the rebound, misses the shot. Biffle gets the rebound and gives it off to Radican. Radican up to Sullivan. Sullivan across midcourt. Has the ball on the left wing now. Gives it off to Radican on the right side. Radican drives Whoa. inside, goes off the window, won't go. Some contact there and no foul call. And Heimlich gets her fifth rebound. So Heimlich and Hutchin really controlling the boards in this game tonight. Foster oh, trying nice. to drive inside, cuts through oh two defenders my. and gets the lay-in. Nevaeh Foster has eight points, so give her 509 now in her career. That uh, that move impressed me, Ange. 20 to two, Marion up by 18. Heaston has the ball in the right corner. Tries to go oh. cross court pass, tipped by Hutchin, <laughs> nearly stolen away, but she falls out of bounds. Good hustle there by yeah. Mackenzie Hutchin, but it'll remain. St. Joe basketball. I tell you, she gets hustle points, I'll tell you. Really does. She's playing, playing hard. As I have only said about 10 times so far tonight. 20 to 2. 6.45 to play here in the second quarter. Well, we see Bethel in the ball game, as you say. On the top of that 2-3 zone. Naman has the ball, top of the key. Left side for Radigan. Over to Sullivan, right corner for Sarah. He stand for three, Boy. it won't go. And loose ball, and we're gonna get a jump ball yeah. here. And the possession arrow in favor of St. Joe. Well, there again, you gotta give Hudging credit. She got on that on the floor, created the jump ball, and now it is going to be Marion's ball. Radikin to inbound underneath the basket. Gotta get it in, bounce pass to Ooh. Biffle underneath. Biffle contested, mm -hmm. shot, can't go, rebound for Marion. Here's Hutchin with the ball in the left corner. Top of the key for Heimlich. Should give it off to Foster. Foster going to pull it back and reset here now just in front of the right front court. Covered by Heastan. Picks up by Heimlich. She takes it. Left side. Gives it off to Hutchin in the corner. Oh. Hutchin drives inside. Goes <laughs> up. Bucket and a foul for Mackenzie Hutchin. Nothing going wrong for Marion right now. Wow. Well, that's her sixth point of the night. For Mackenzie Hutchin to go along with those six rebounds. 22 to 2 is the score. <laughs> wow. I stuttered saying it because it's such an unthinkable score in this game. Goral check back into the ball game even with her two fouls. There's a time now you just can't wait around. Hutchin misses the free throw. That trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interior. Six minutes to play in the first half. 22 to 2. Marion up by 20 here. Radikin pass inside the Biffle. 
Biffle at the free throw line is fouled. Maybe that's something that can go St. Joe's way because that's going to be the fifth team foul, I believe. Or third team foul, excuse me. I'm looking on the wrong side. Third team foul on uh, Marion. Inbound pass by Sullivan, or to Sullivan. Crossover, has the ball left wing, spots up for three, won't go. Goralchek the rebound underneath. Out to Naman. Naman in the right cover, covered by Kendall Bethel inside to Goralchek. Goralchek spin move in the paint and gets it to go. Her first points of the night, just the second bucket of the game for St. Joe, and it makes it 22 to 4. 525 to play here in the second quarter. I know uh, St. Joe only has two baskets, but they all have been on the inside. Hutchin gives it off to Heimlich. Now it's Jaden Ringel on the right wing. Kendall Bethel has the ball on the left wing now. The 5-3 sophomore guard, and her pass is stolen away by St. Joe. Indians have numbers. Radikin drives inside, and she's fouled by Hutchin. By the way, Coach, uh, earlier I made a comment that this game felt like the, more like the football game, which Marion dominated. <laughs> Our other St. Joe intern here tonight is Zach Smith. He's handling social media. He did text me, didn't appreciate that, that comment. <laughs> so, sorry, oh, okay. sorry, uh, Zach. I, we love you, Zach, I'll tell you. <laughs> Namon has the ball left wing for three, a little bit too much on it, and it comes down to Foster. St. Joe, we're not tracking the shot attempts, but have to be 0 for 10 from beyond the arc so far. Foster's shot won't go. St. Joe gets the rebound. Naman has the ball inside the paint. Bounces it off to Biffle. Back to Sullivan, left wing. Sullivan driving in spot side. Spin in the paint. Tries to go for, up for the shot. Loses the handle on it. And it's taken the other way by Peyton Rangel. She goes up for the shot. She's fouled by Naman. And Rangel will go to the line to shoot two. Rangel, Peyton Rangel, did a great job of drawing the foul. She put her body... Right into the defensive person, was able to uh, get make the contact and uh, draw the contact, and now she's going to the free throw line. $25 for a new roof sounds good, to, too good to be true, doesn't it? Not if you win a win in the St. Vincent de Paul Society's roof raffle. Just $25, you'll be entered to win a free roof, gutters, or $150 cash. Winners will be announced April 2nd. Visit svdpsb.org to see terms and conditions. Rangel at the free throw line. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. She makes one of two. It's 23 to four, Marion up by 19. St. Joe's got to get some buckets here yeah. to start cutting this before the half. 4.20 to play here in the second quarter. Oh, Naman well off the mark from the right wing. Heaston gets the rebound, kicks it out to Sullivan. Sullivan drives inside. Her runner finally drops, and Keegan Sullivan's got her second bucket of the night, makes it 23 to six, 4.08 to play second quarter. You get Sullivan going, <laughs> yes. you get the whole <laughs> offense going. You're right. She's the real key. She's the real motor that runs the team. Hutchin with the ball, left wing. Gives it off to Bethel, top of the key, back to Hutchin. Hutchin puts it on the floor. Now gives it off to Rangel. Foster. Foster covered by Naman. Now Kendall Bethel. Left wing for Hutchin. Left corner for Foster. Foster now top of the key, driving inside. Foster goes up for the shot and a foul on the floor. No, they're going to say he was shooting. They're going to say it was a shooting foul. Wow. Okay, the St. Joe fans are agreeing with it being on the floor. Well, they I know, but they're, 
They're agreeing with me, but they're agreeing with you, Ange. But, but the, the referee's the one that really counts. There's only three people whose opinion counts in these matters, and it's <laughs> the three officials on the floor. <laughs> Trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Foster makes the front end. 75% free throw shooter. She has nine points already here tonight. Makes it 24 to six, 3.30 to play in the second quarter. Second free throw won't go. Sullivan fights for the rebound and then splits both Hutchin and Peyton Rangel. Brings it up the floor. Bounce pass off to Mia Naman. Naman's shot won't go. Bucket underneath. A rebound and Biffle got the bucket, but they called a foul on the floor before it. You know, everything you want, any little break won't go St. Joe's way. Right there, if they don't call the foul, St. Joe gets two points. Instead, they're now inbounding it because they do call the foul. And the inbound comes to Biffle from the free throw line. Shot won't go this time, and Jaden Rangel gets the rebound. Yeah, when you're struggling, things just don't go your way so often. Foster gives it off to Hutchin. Left front court. Now Jaden Rangel, left wing. Bounce pass to Heimlich, back to Foster, left wing. Foster drives inside, now into the paint, goes by Radikin, off the window and in for Nevaeh Foster. Makes it 26 to six. She's in double figures, Nevaeh is with 10 points. Pass inside to Sullivan, wow. Sullivan shot off the mark. He stand the rebound, and he stand the putback is good. Her he first stands basket. For Makes it 26 to eight, but coach, you said wow, because <laughs> Sullivan kind of forcing the shot, yeah, into, not was. something you're used to seeing, yeah. but I can imagine the pressure she's feeling right now. Well, I think we, and we've set it up here. Whoa. Biffle collides with Jaden Rangel. But we Pick say that Sullivan's the key, really, if St. Joe's gonna get back into this ball game. So I think she probably feels a little bit of that pressure also. Notre Dame assistant coach. Beth Morgan Cunningham in the house tonight. One would think probably having her early look at Nevaeh Foster, the outstanding freshman for the Marion Knights. Jaden Rangel at the free throw line. And one-on-one -on -one situation, misses the shot but gets the rebound. Shot won't go. Rebound comes down to Heastan. Now Sullivan across midcourt. 2.15 to play here in the second quarter. Raddick in with the ball in the right corner now. Naman. Back to Radikin, inside for Sullivan. Sullivan in the paint, goes up for the shot, off the window and in for Keegan Sullivan. It wasn't pretty, but it goes. Makes it 26 to 10, four straight points for St. Joe. Two minutes to play here in the first half. Well, they're putting Sullivan inside right now and trying to get the ball in there to her and let her uh, do some damage underneath the basket. Here's Christina Heimlich, left corner. Tries to pass it inside, ball tipped and goes out of bounds. And it'll remain Marion basketball. <laughs> I don't know, Christina. She's a referee now. She was helping the referee out. She got that call. But I, the boys, Marion boys football team, doesn't get the calls <laughs> when they try to help the officials. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that Twenty-six to that. No, it was Marion. It was Marion that always did that. Yeah, Marion always did that. That's right. <laughs> now we got a foul on the inbound pass. Well, they need Christina on their football team. She get them a lot of calls. I'll tell you. 26-16, 144 to play here in the second quarter. Well, we know that Heimlich, a 79% free throw shooter on the year. Heimlich that makes the good. front end and this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. 
the key here in this game has been not only has St. Joe not shot the ball well, but Marion has boxed them out pretty much to get all the rebounds. 27-10 as Heimlich misses the second free throw. I tell you, it may be nitpicking a little bit, but uh, Marion's 3 of 13 from the free throw line so far, and that's could come back and bite you. Sullivan with a long three, misses, but gets the rebound. Now Radican with the left corner, 125 to play. Three-pointer for the corner, won't go. <laughs> there comes Hudgen, Hudgen out of the pack. Hutchin gets it up to Foster. Foster gets it just before it goes out of bounds and then cuts inside, misses the shot. Rebound comes down to Hannah Tyler, the junior forward who checked into the game. Bounce pass inside by Sullivan to Heastan. Heastan off the high glass, won't go. Loose ball rebound by Peyton Rangel. One minute left here in the first quarter. Rangel trips and falls to the ground, but Hutchin comes up with the loose ball, gives it out to Jaden Rangel, puts up the three, won't go. Rebound for Kelly Radican. 50 seconds to play here in the first half. 27-10 is the score. Marion up by 17 in our Redeemer Radio Girls Basketball Spotlight game brought to you by Tyrac, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and Andrew Weiss of Knights of the Columbus Insurance. He stands shot, blocked by Heimlich. And well, here Heimlich comes got Marion. in great position that time. She didn't even have to leave her feet to make up because she was in such great position. So Marion ahead 27-10. 17-point lead with the ball. 20 seconds to play here in the first half. Marion playing for the final shot. Hutchin with the ball on the left wing. Coach Scott has a play set up. Looks like it's going to go to Foster. Foster well, gives it off to Christina yeah. Heimlich. Heimlich for three. It's good. Two seconds left. Inbound pass for Sullivan. She won't even get a shot off. 30 to 10 is the score. Marion up by 20 at the half. Unbelievable. I don't have a lot to say, Ange. It's incredible, <laughs> wow. the first half that they had. And let's go courtside now to Josh Jude, who is with Zach Smith. Josh? Um, Coach, your offense was electric in the first half. What's the game plan to keep that going up by 20 points? I'll be, I'll be honest with you, as good as our offense was, I'm more happy with our defense. We have, we have done everything that we wanted to do. Keep them off the offensive boards. Don't give them easy run, run out layups. The kids have followed the game plan to the T. I couldn't be happier. But you know what? We're only halfway done. You said only halfway down. How do you, how do you keep your kids focused when we're in the second half of a rematch you know of a what? rivalry game? This game is zero to zero. And that's what I'm going to write on the board. I don't care if we're up 20, we're up 30, we're down 20. This game is zero to zero. Thank you, Coach. Yep. Steve Scott, the head coach of the Marion Knights, has to be excited. His team's up 30-10 to 10 at halftime. We'll take a timeout, be back with the halftime show right after this in the Redeemer Radio Girls Basketball Spotlight Game sectional semifinals. Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. When it's time for a break from a busy day, meet your friends at the Coffee Spot Cafe in South Bend. We know your time is valuable, so our staff makes sure your order is made quickly. Our premium sandwiches and many other choices put the other guys to shame. We also offer catering for large events. With lunch, get 10% off your oil change at Tom's Car Care Center, located in the same building at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at Tom'sCarCareCenter.com. An unexpected pregnancy can be a hard thing to face alone. Women's Care Center is here for you. Trained counselors will give you the information you need about your pregnancy so you can make decisions that are right for you and your baby. Women's Care Center provides free, 
confidential counseling, support, and education to women facing unplanned pregnancies. The organization serves clients from three locations in South Bend, including North Notre Dame Avenue, North Ironwood Drive, and Chapin Street. Learn more by going to womenscarecenter.org. I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the holy war battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit andrewweisskofc.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin. St. Joseph Catholic Church and St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend are proud to support Redeemer Radio in joyfully presenting our Catholic faith to listeners. Founded in 1853 by Holy Cross Father Edward Soren, St. Joseph Parish is a vibrant community of faith in the heart of South Bend. We are committed to serving our community with worship, service, and education in order to make God known, loved, and served. Learn more at stjoeparish.com or stjosephgradeschool.com. Hi, this is Angel DiCarlo. I grew up in a big Italian family. Now I'm 10 hours from home, but when I go to Rocco's, it feels like home again. Family recipes since 1951 prepared daily with the freshest ingredients and sauces to bring you the delicious pizza and pasta that Rocco's is widely known to make. Served to you by the same family since they opened nearly 70 years ago. Dining at Rocco's is like coming home. Visit today at 537 North St. Louis Boulevard. Rocco's, it's a South Bend tradition. Does debt have you down? Are you worried about your credit cards, your mortgage, or keeping your car? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help. Our people are trained to be financial physicians. They can give you a checkup, help you to heal, and stay healthy. Don't be embarrassed. It's why we exist. When your body is sick, you go see a doctor. When your finances are sick, you go see the friendly folks at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Thanks to Fiddler's Hearth for their support of Catholic High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio. Now through Monday, you can enjoy a dinner for two, Coach, for two people for just $33 total. That's an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert for each person. $33 total. Some of the entrees include the seafood stew and the Irish blackened duck breast. A delicious dinner at a low price. Now until Monday at Fiddler's Hearth on Main Street in downtown South Bend. It sounds great to me, I'll tell you. I had to take my wife out sometime to eat, shouldn't I? Yeah, maybe be Sunday or Monday. Guy. It's a Fiddler's Heart. We're going we're gonna to be busy tomorrow night here. Well, not tomorrow night, but yeah, we'll, you can't do we'll it tomorrow get it night. Fit in. Okay. <laughs> and a reminder for those that do. Well, I don't know if they're going to give you the 10% discount if they're already giving it to you for $33. So I won't even mention that one this time around. And also, did you know that Notre Dame Federal Credit Union provides financial assistance to help our members at participating Catholic schools? To find out the details, ask your local Catholic school principal. Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you raise our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, Tire Rack, Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance are presenting sponsors of the Holy War Part 2 and you never know what you're going to get in the Holy War. And the first game was a nail-biter, 66-63 in overtime. St. Joe winning, and Marion has not forgotten about that. <laughs> They've won every game since then, and they definitely won the first half. Marion leading St. Joe 30-10, to Coach, here at halftime. Unbelievable. Well, I tell you, I enjoyed uh, Josh's interview 
with uh, with Coach Scott. I tell you, you know, you really worry as a high school coach with high school athletes. They're in the locker room. I'll bet he goes in there and they're celebrating and high-fiving and have the greatest time of that. But, hey, there's a second half here to play. And we know what St. Joseph's is capable of. You know, Sullivan gets on court. Biffle gets on court a little bit. Well, they can get right back in this ball game. They got 16 minutes to uh, to do it, and so uh, I think we're going to still see a ball game. I just I just can't count St. Joe out yet. I agree with you 100%. Coach Tyrak presenting spots for high school basketball on Redeemer Radio. Tyrak also plays a big role in underwriting our internship program with high school students from St. Joe and Marion. You heard from Josh Jude throughout the game so far. Zach Smith handling our social media duties tonight. The students are receiving practical college-level internship experience thanks in large part to the generosity of Tyrak. Tyrak.com, the way tire buying should be. 30-10, to 10, Marion leading St. Joe at the half. We'll take a timeout, be back with second half action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. What happens on the Kyle Hyman Show? Ooh, uh, good question. Good question. Good question. That's a really good question. That's a very good question. That's a great question. Great question. Yeah, you're onto something there, Kyle. Boy, <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, what a great question. That's a great question. Great question. Great, great question, Kyle. Wonderful, wonderful question. That's probably one of the most challenging questions. Again, excellent question. Kyle, you stumped me. Um... I forgot what the question was. Find out weekdays from 7 to 8 a.m. It's a powerhouse showdown in the Northern Indiana Conference as league-leading Adams makes the short drive to St. Joe for a Redeemer Radio boys basketball spotlight game on Tuesday night. If St. Joe wants to get back in the hunt for the NIC title, a win over Adams is a must. Join Bob Berger and me, Angel DiCarlo, for all the action. It's St. Joe hosting Adams in NIC boys action Tuesday night at 7.30 on 95.7 FM, RedeemerRadio.com, and on the Redeemer Radio app. Hi, this is Tony Catanzarit for Catanzarit Financial Services. We are proud to bring you this message and invitation from the legendary Lou Holtz. For victory in life, we've got to keep focused on the goal, and the goal is heaven. The key to winning is choosing to do God's will and love others with all you've got. Sacrifice, discipline, and prayer are essential. We gain strength through God's word. We receive grace from the sacraments. And when we fumble due to sin, and it's going to happen, confession puts us back on the field. So if you haven't been going to Mass Weekly, get back in the game. We're saving your seat on the starting bench this Sunday. What a great message from Lou. When it comes down to it, this is all about family values for us at Catanzari Financial Services, and I bet for you too. If you would like to develop a retirement plan that reflects your family values, visit CatanzariFinancial.com to register for classes held through IU South Bend or email me directly at Tony at Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. Marion High School is now accepting applications for prospective members of the class of 2024. All students and parents can begin an application by visiting marionhs.org. Additionally, the next placement test for all incoming students will be given on Saturday, March 21st. You can sign up online or by contact contacting Mrs. Mary Kay Dance, Marion's Director of Admissions, at 574-259-5257. Come join the Marion family as we learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. God bless and go Knights. And St. Joe High School offers more than 20 athletic teams and nearly 40 clubs and co-curricular activities, along with a rich, proven academic history. St. Joe offers an activity for everyone. Visit stjohigh.com to learn more about South Bend's premier 
Catholic High School. Let's go courtside now to Josh Jude. I caught it with Coach Becca at the halftime, and she, uh, she told her team at half, just quit, quit jacking shots, slow it down, attack the basket, put pressure on the team, create some turnovers, chip at it away slowly. Coach, uh, I think that, that that makes sense because if you chip away at it slowly, you're going to put Mary in a position to feel like they they can't they're going to play not to lose, and then you can get back in the game. Uh, I agree. And sometimes teams get down like this; they want to come back and get it all back in the first three minutes, and then basically when that happens, usually the team just falls further behind. So I think that's great coaching technique there that uh, Becca Prusetsky has for her. Uh, St. Joseph Indians. St. Joe's scoring, pretty simple. Sullivan's got six, Garalchek two, Heastan has two. For Marion, Foster leading the way with 11. Mackenzie Hutchin has six. Peyton Rangel has one. Excuse me, Heimlich leading the way. She has 12. So it is 30 to 10 as we are underway here in the third quarter. Marion leading St. Joe in a Redeemer Radio girls basketball spotlight game. The 3A sectional finals here from Glen High School. The rematch of the Holy War and immediately a foul away from the ball well, it, was a, it was a blocking foul they're trying to set up a set a screen for foster and they said she moved and uh, committed the foul peyton rangel called yep. for that foul or Jaden rangel called for the foul i thought it was peyton but either way it's saint joe basketball he stand gives it off to radican saint joe going right to left here in this half Inside to Goralchek. Goralchek's jumper is good. That's exactly what St. Joe needed here. They start the second half with the first bucket, and it's 30-12. to 12. They needed that. That's the, like you say. It's a great way to start the second half. Now Sullivan trying to get the steal. Ball's loose. Hutchin able to recover, get the pass off to Rangel. Now gives it off to Heimlich. Back to Peyton Rangel. Inside pass. Tipped by Heastam, but comes down to Foster. Foster pulls it out. Three-point line and puts it in. Unreal. <laughs> what a shot there by Nevaeh Foster. Boy, is she good. At a 14 points now on the night. Sullivan gives it a he stand on the left wing. Back to Sullivan. Sullivan fouled out of the first game. And that's what brought that's, Naman into the game it. to win it. They'd love to be in that yeah, position again. He stand drives inside. Lefty lane won't go. Ball's loose. And Whoa. Peyton Rangel escapes with it, but the ball tipped around and stolen away by Heastan and Sullivan. Sullivan for three, won't go again. Ball tipped around, and Heimlich trying to get it. It's tipped and last touched by Biffle, and it's Marion basketball. Well, I tell you, Heimlich right there kind of showed why maybe Marion is a, uh, a head in this ballgame. That was a 50-50 ball. You know, either her or the St. Joe girl, Heimlich just out hustled and got the Got the ball. Sullivan coming out of the game, getting looked at by the trainers. I don't know if she got cut, perhaps, but they're going to take a look at that real quick. Well, we and sure hope she's okay. Naman is into the game. She looked okay. She just She's the yeah. one that pulled herself out, I think. 6.30 to play here. And a pass by Peyton Rangel off of Hutchins' hands and out of bounds. And it'll be St. Joe basketball. <laughs> I tell you, Steve Scott, he, he knows the situation here. He knows the girls have to keep playing. And he's just as in. Tense as ever over there on the sideline. He stand, drives Ooh, inside, uh. lefty lane, goes in, but she's called for the travel. And Kelly Radikin bends down a little bit and pleads with the official, like, are you kidding me? We needed that. <laughs> yes, you do. And I, I say when things aren't going well, you know, all of a sudden you make a basket and it's called. Foster the opposite end, can't make the shot. Ball tipped out of bounds, last touch by Heimlich. And it's St. Joe basketball. Sullivan back in the game now. Good. 
and Biffle going to check out and take a break real quick. Might not be a bad break, bad idea to give Cash an early break, set something up with her, and give her a blow and be ready to go for the rest of the quarter. Yeah, here. I don't think she's been out so far in the, in the first half. Raddick in with the ball on the left wing. Bounce pass off to Heastan. Heastan driving inside off the high glass, oh. won't go. Actually, never even uh, end up yeah, hitting yeah. the glass. And the rebound comes down to Hutchin, who's got to be closing in on double digits in rebounds. Hutchin with the ball on the left side. Gives it off to Heimlich, top of the key. Heimlich into the corner for Peyton Rangel for three. Won't go. Rebound comes down to Radikin. Now Sullivan, cross midcourt. Sullivan tries to pass it off, and it goes off of both feet of Jaden Rangel. So well, St. Joe inbound. Well, it's a... Uh, Call it a kick, and there's something I disagree with officials on. Somebody throws it off your leg, you don't necessarily kick it. But that was the call. Can't use your hands in soccer, can't use your feet in basketball. I guess that's what it is, right? What if they throw it off your hands in soccer, or kick it off your hands in soccer? Is that a yeah, they're violation? They're going to call it most of the time. Okay. Garalchak left <laughs> wing and puts up the jumper and in. It would be unintentional, and theoretically they wouldn't. But they always do. Okay. So. Yeah, that's, that's like the in basketball, the block from the bad block of a shot from the rear. It's yeah, going to be called back. a foul. It's going to be called. 33-14 okay. is the score. <laughs> Marrying up by 19 here in our Redeemer Radio girls basketball spotlight game. Hutchin drives inside. Nice dump off to Heimlich, and Heimlich gets the short-range J to go. Wow. Nice, nice pass that by Hutchin. Took the baseline, saw an open Heimlich, and gave her the ball, and she just laid it. Softly off the glass. Heimlich has 14. Got to be a contender for the Tony Letcher Health Markets Player of the Game. Being a senior in the Holy War rematch. I know she wants it real bad. We heard that from her in the pregame show as well. 35-14. Marion up by 21. Heastan drives inside. Gets the lay-in to go. Heastan's been very aggressive trying to get inside. It hasn't worked too many times, but that's what... St. Joe wants here, Coach, and makes well, it 35-16. I think that's what Coach Brzezinski said. We know Josh found that out in their huddle. So, 35-16, <laughs> midway through the third quarter. Well, I tell you, the official threw a, a he blew his whistle and he looked immediately over at Steve Scott. It's like I got this, you know, I got it, Steve. The scoreboard <laughs> says second quarter. I, I'm sure. St. Joe wishes it was still the second quarter. <laughs> Wish they had an extra eight minutes, probably. Ooh. Inbound pass into the backcourt, nearly stolen away by Sullivan, but Hutchin recovers and takes it. Now has it across midcourt, but Sullivan bringing the pressure. Grand now trapped, but they break it. Off to Heimlich. Heimlich with the jumper, won't go. Naman trying to get the wow. rebound, but Hutchin outfights her for it. She tries to pass it off to Foster. Foster tracks it down, and a timeout <laughs> called by Marion. 35-16, 3.40 to play, second quarter. We'll take a quick time. I'll be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the Holy War battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church, and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit andrewweisskofc.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin. 
Our free throw sponsor for high school basketball is Office Interiors, Michiana's leading provider of Herman Miller Office Furniture and Creston Audio Visual Equipment, as well as flooring and commercial interior design services, creating great places to work since 1982. Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Catholic High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio. Learn more at oiplaces.com. All right, 35-16, Marion leading St. Joe here. Midway through the third quarter as... Hey, St. Joe going to try to get... <laughs> I think Mackenzie Hudgen needs to be consideration uh, for the Tony Letcher player of the game. There a number of girls from uh, Marion playing well. Including oh. Nevaeh Foster, who makes a rare mistake, an air ball, <laughs> and turns to the bench and is like, I can't oh, believe I did that. It was like, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> her, fa her facial was. expression was priceless. It she was. felt so that bad was, for air balling it. Steve Scott just turned away. <laughs> Sullivan inside the Garalchuk. Garalchuk shot won't go. Rebound for Biffle. Biffle underneath. Her shot won't go, but she's fouled, and she'll go to the line to shoot two. And as we mentioned, this trip to the free throw line is going to be brought to you by Office Interiors. Well, I tell you, Biffle uh, that time got in underneath that basket, and, uh, you know, she's got a couple rebounds so far, but they really need her on the board. Biffle, front end of two is good. 52% free throw, excuse me, 62% free throw shooter on the year. That's her first point of the that. night. Yes, for someone averaging, you know, big points. 11 points 11 game points, and second yes, free throw again. won't go. Well, there's someone else that needs to get going for St. Joseph to get back in the game. 35-17, Marion up by 18, 3.05 to play in the third quarter. Thanks for joining us here on Redeemer Radio Girls Basketball Spotlight Game. Stolen away by Radican. Radican into the front court. Radican goes up and in for the lay-in. Kelly Radican, the aggressor. Her first points of the night. Well, we got two people now have got their first points of the night, so uh, maybe that's a sign of things coming for St. Joseph's. St. Joe trying to bring a pressure, but... Hutchin has it, gives it out to Foster. Foster top of the key. They have it cleared out for Foster. Foster gives it off to Heimlich. Heimlich bounce pass inside the Foster and a foul called on St. Joe. Here's what you could say about these two teams. Marion was mad coming into this game. Still mad from, from what happened the first game around. St. Joe now in the second half, they're the ones that are mad. <laughs> yes. And maybe... That, that can work to it can work to their disadvantage. You could be, you could use, you could channel that incorrectly, but it could work to your advantage. And we're seeing that aggression so far in the last couple of minutes starting to pay off for the Indians. Well, that aggression, you can pick up loose balls, get a couple of scoring opportunities. You can get you can get you back in the ball game. Hutchin wow. off the high glass somehow gets it to go. Wow. Well, you're not going to win the game if Marion's no. making shots like that. Sullivan the opposite end rolls in, rolls out. Garolchek yeah. gets the rebound, yeah. pass to Sullivan underneath, misses the shot, oh. Heimlich the rebound, it's and a Sullivan. foul called over the top by Sullivan. That was a tough one because both of them were going for the ball. Heimlich really turned her body well, and it caused uh, Sullivan to come over the back and pick up the foul. 37-19. Full court, man-to-man -man press now by St. Joseph. Marion up Ooh. big, inbound pass yeah. by Peyton Rangel, oh. and Sullivan called for another foul. That's her third. That was a tough call right there. Again, we didn't have the best of angles, but uh, it, uh, she's playing good, solid defense. St. Joe, uh, or excuse me, Mary had a little trouble that time getting the ball inbounds. Payne Rangel inbounded again yeah. underneath the Foster, nearly stolen yeah. away 
by Heastan. Foster breaks it. Foster across yeah. midcourt. Stops her dribble, triple teamed, and gets it off to Peyton Rangel. Into the corner, Kendall Bethel wide open for three off the mark, but she gets the rebound despite being only five foot three. And then in the left corner, Hutchin drives inside, shot blocked by Sullivan. And that fires up the St. Joe crowd. The St. The Joe faithful trying to get St. Joe back into this they game. They are, they're working, and they're really supporting their team and trying to get them back, like you say, into the ball game. Nevaeh Foster will inbound underneath the basket into the front court is Peyton Rangel. Rangel puts it on the floor, off the window and in. Marion just making some really tough shots. Her first field goal, she's got three, and it's 39-19, the lead back out to 20, 130 to play here in the third. When you're making shots like that, it's gonna be tough for St. Joseph to come back. Sullivan just yeah. airmails the three-pointer, won't go. Rebound for Foster across midcourt. Inside, drives in off the window, won't go. Rebound for Garalczyk. Garalczyk gives it off to Radikin. Yeah. Garalczyk's having a pretty good game here, too, on the board. She's really battling in there. Foul called on Marion. Namang going to check into the game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's for Sullivan, who's got three, three fouls, and maybe they want to just calm her down a little bit. Yeah, I know sometimes you get some quick fouls and it gets under you a little bit. Sometimes you just got to step away, relax, and come back and play the game that you're capable of playing. Tegan Montag into the game for Marion for Heimlich, who takes a break. Inbound pass for St. Joe to Garalczyk, now to Naman. Naman inside to Garalczyk yeah. and a foul called on Marion. Well, Foster reaching around on Garalczyk and uh, picked up the foul. And that's going to be the... Second foul on Foster, so no problem there. 104 to play here in the third. St. Joe will inbound underneath the basket. Radikin inbounds to Garalczyk, <laughs> stolen away by Hutchin. Hutchin across midcourt. Right side Ugh. for Peyton Rangel, too much on it. And Naman steals it. And Naman loses the ball out of bounds. Well, took a little Marion step basketball. stepped out of bounds, then lost the ball. It's a... I tell you, the margin hasn't changed for, since halftime. Still a 20-point lead. And it really is. Foster, Mary. left wing for three, won't go. And it'll go out of bounds, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. 50 seconds left here in the third. Thanks to John Goy and our friends at Subway for feeding our crew all season long here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Thanks again to our friends at Subway. He stand with the ball, top of the key. Now gives it off to Radikin, right wing, 4-3, won't go, Foster the rebound. Foster across midcourt. Foster, right wing, 30 seconds left, pulls it out. Wisely gonna slow it down here, and Marion's gonna try to play for the final shot. St. Joe maybe trying to prevent that from happening as he stand comes up. Now Foster just in front of midcourt, 18 seconds left here in the third. Foster blows by he stand. Gives it off to Peyton oh. Rangel, right wing, 4-3, won't go. <laughs> rebound for Naman, oh. no, Montag comes up Monte. with it. Key rebound. Ooh. And then Kelly Radikin is called yeah. for the foul. I that don't may, even... That may have been a frustration foul there a little bit. It was, uh, we're not at the end of the game. And uh, just a, a tough one. Seven seconds left here in the third quarter. Non-shooting foul. Well, as look. Heimlich comes in for Montag, who got well. that critical rebound on that play. Well. Bethel will inbound. 
Opposite I, side toss. And I think they have Heimlich in in case of the last second shot. Five seconds left short. in the corner. They give it to Hutchins. Three seconds to go. Hutchins spins in the paint. One second left. Shot at the buzzer. Won't go. That's okay for Marion. They're still up by 20. 39-19 is our score after three. Will Marion avenge the early regular season loss? Or will St. Joe have one of the most improbable comebacks in the history of the Holy War? Back with fourth quarter action in the 3A sectional semifinals right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Welcome to Tom's Car Care Center. Thanks. I'm here for an oil change. How long do you think it'll take? You need to finish up some work and then stop and pick up lunch somewhere. Well, if you need to work, we have free Wi-Fi here at Tom's Car Care. And our Coffee Spot Cafe has great choices from soups to sandwiches, salads and wraps, and a great place to sit down and enjoy your food. Really? I can do all that here at Tom's Car Care? Sure. You can even run your car through the Waterworks Car Wash after we're done. Wow, what a time saver. Thank you. Tom's Car Care has it all. Tom's Car Care. The Coffee Spot Cafe and the Waterworks Car Wash, located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane in South Bend. Hi, this is John Cataldo from Bruno's Pizza. In 1975, my parents Bruno, Rosa, and my Aunt Teresa founded Bruno's Pizza. 45 years later, we now have seven locations from Plymouth to Granger. The Cataldo family is proud of all the Bruno's operators for continuing to stay true to the founder's mission to deliver a delicious, high-quality product that is affordable for families. Visit brunospizza.com for carryout or delivery or stop in and enjoy. Bruno's Pizza, best pizza in town since 1975. 39-19, Marion leading as we get set for the start of the fourth quarter. St. Joe will inbound. Sullivan has the ball in the backcourt, Coach. Uh, I tell you, it's uh, do or die right now for St. Joseph. They're going to have to get some quick baskets. And, uh, can, Here's Biffle and underneath. Into that lead. Makes the shot and the foul. St. Joe needed that. Yep. I've said that quite a bit. But they got to go on an improbable run here in the fourth quarter. And if you're going to do it, that's the way you got to start. Well, you've got to start. You got in the first 11 seconds, we're able to get a, ba a basket and uh, possibly a three point play for Cashland. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. And Biffle makes the free throw, completing the three point play. She now has four points all in the second half 39 22. Marion's lead is 17. St. Joseph has only attempted five free throws so far in this ball game. I don't think St. Joe has cut the lead to under 16 yet. I think that's as close as they have gotten. That was the margin after one yeah, quarter yeah. when it was 18 to two. It started 18 nothing. Here's Foster, left wing, <laughs> gives it off to Bethel, and Marion wisely slowing the tempo down, and Radican call for the foul as Bethel goes by her. Uh, well, it's still a and common Biffle, foul. <laughs> Biffle, Biffle grabs Radikin to try to maybe calm her down a little bit. but <laughs> You do see a, a couple of the St. Joseph girls getting a little uh, upset. Here's oh. a steal by Biffle. Biffle. Off the inbound to Sullivan. Lefty Langen is good. And Cashlin Biffle with a big bucket. And Marion quickly calling the timeout. Oh. Wanting to settle their team down. 7-13 to play. St. Joe back within 15. Back with more right after this on 95.7. Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611. Stick around after the game. We'll name our Redeemer Radio Player of the Game presented by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Learn more about Tony at tletcher.com. 
Marionsports.com. The nominees for that one pretty wide open here. Certainly Marion's got a number, and if St. Joe somehow pulls this off, we'll be throwing everything out the window. <laughs> well, they're back to 15, as you said, the closest they've been since the first quarter. Mackenzie Hutchin has a left wing for Marion. Now gives it off to Foster. Foster, right wing, driving inside, oh. cuts the defense, goes in for the lay-in. Well, that kind of stopped the bleeding uh, temporarily for Marion. Foster's got 16 mm. now. She leads all scores. He stand, gives it off to Radikin. Radikin pulls up for the short range. Jay and gets it to go. I think Kelly Radikin plays well when she's mad. <laughs> and she is a little upset right now. Foster with the ball on the right wing, driving inside. And a foul called on St. Joe on the floor. Non-shooting foul, I believe. Oh, maybe it is they're yeah, going to say it's a shooting foul. She's going to the line. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They're in the bonus, so it's it a one-on-one. One. Okay. So Foster has a chance to counter that basket by Radican. She's shooting a pair. The 75% free throw shooter. She misses the front, or misses the one-on-one -on -one situation. Rebound for Biffle. Marion down by 15. Bounce pass inside by Radican, stolen away by Heimlich. Gives it off to Hutchin. Hutchin up to Peyton Rangel. Rangel. Foul going up for the shot. And I tell you, Marion is just 5 of 14 now in the ball game from the free throw line. Maybe she got body on her, but I'm not sure where the foul was. She, I mean, she might have got body. I can't. Can check a replay here from, from WHME. If you're listening to us, you can watch the game on TV 46 at 11 o'clock tonight. 42-26. Peyton Rangel, 47% free throw shooter. Looks smooth on that. She you jinxed her. Yes, I did. She makes one of two. 16-point lead. Radican has the ball on the right wing. Now gives it to Garalchak in the right corner. Back to Radican. They'll swing it around to Heastan. Over to Sullivan. Left wing, now to Radican, just in front of the three-point line. He stand right wing. Six minutes to play in the game. He stand driving inside, oh. rolls off her leg and out of bounds, and it's Marion yeah. basketball. It's good defense that time by Hudgen. He, she uh, knocked the ball right off of Radican's leg, went out of bounds, and it'll be Marion's ball. 5.56 to play as Marion uh -huh. St. Joe now bringing uh -huh. the press. Radican, uh -huh. Sullivan, and Biffle all on her. And Sullivan gets the steal, goes up for the shot. She's fouled by Rangel, and Sullivan will go to the line to shoot two. Well, there was a time that Hudson was triple teamed. Time for her to pick up the ball, look for the open people. There's got to be open people. Get them the ball and, uh, you know, maybe avoid that turnover. So Sullivan will go to the line to shoot two. 61% free throw shooter on the year. She makes the front end. Sullivan now with nine points. Second free throw is good. Give her 10. That trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. And it's 42, I thought it was 42-28. Uh, it is 42-28, 14 point lead now. Closest St. Joe has been since it was 14-0. Uh, now it's still here by Biffle. Biffle going the length of the floor. Cash going up, misses the shot, but she's fouled and go to the line. And you're starting to see those seniors. You are right. Uh, St. Joe, they don't want to go home. They want to play again tomorrow night. And, tell you, and, and Marion is in it. I know it's hard to imagine me saying this, 
up by 14 with 536 to play. Mm -hmm. But Marion's in a tough position because you are naturally now going, we can't mess this up. We can't mess this that, up. That's and right. That's a tough way to you play. Start getting, you're right. You have trouble playing that way. Biffle missed the first one, which every free throw, every point really becomes important for St. Joe now. Try to get that thing back in the next minute and a half to uh, double uh, and she uh, single both. figures. Yes. That one hurts. Yes. Those she misses two, both uh, free throws on that trip to the yeah. free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. That's the way the turnover for Mary really didn't mean anything yeah. other than uh, they picked up a foul. 5.25 to play now. The lead remains 14. And ball's kicked, and it'll remain Mary Messwell. It's it's weird, though. 5.20 left. It's a 14-point game. It's been somewhere between 14 and 20 the entire way, and yet the atmosphere in here is still nerve-wracking and electric because it's the Holy War, and you just never know what's going to happen. That's right. This game isn't over yet. Peyton Rangel, oh, yeah. foul by Biffle. Yeah, she was... Hand checking all the way across. And you don't do that in front of an official. Officials will, go, will see that one. Cash disagreed, naturally. Yeah, I know. Scott Davidson saw that foul, too, the Tribune B writer. You can read about this game coming up on Sunday, right? And the first game, Washington game, being Jimtown on Saturday. Rangel, free throw is good. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. 5.13 left in the game. Marion has pushed the lead out now as Rangel makes both free throws to yeah. 16. Rangel makes both of hers. Biffle missed both of hers. That's uh, a little turnaround. Karolczyk has the ball right wing, gives it off to Radikin. Now Heestand. Heestand driving inside, dumps it off underneath the Karolczyk, and a foul called on Marion. I'm wondering if they're going to call it they're going to call it on Foster. Foster. It's that block from the rear. Uh, you can call it what you uh, want. You know what? I think they called yeah. it actually on the reach-in before oh, the they? shot. Okay. Well, then it wasn't. From the... I think they had to call it on the reach-in because she got contact in on before that. And girl checked to the free throw line, and she misses. Neither team shooting the ball well from the free throw line. No, they're not. And it's very key, as we said earlier, every free throw really counts for St. Joe at this stage of the game. And a trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office's Interiors. Goralczyk makes the second free throw, 44-29. And a foul called on Radikin. Now, my question is, are we going to have a free throw shooting contest the rest of the way? Because it looks like uh, St. Joe is really going aggressively after the ball, going to pick up some fouls. Again, Marion makes the free throws. They win the ball game. It's if Marion misses them, why, hey, St. Joe still has a chance. Peyton Rangel makes the front end. She's got four free throws here in the fourth quarter. And, Coach, just a 47% yes. free throw shooter. That's the thing right there. But I tell you, crunch time, Jaden uh, yeah, Peyton, Peyton Rangel and makes the second one. Money in the bank. She's got six free throws in the game, five in the fourth quarter for a 47% free throw shooter. Pushes the lead to 17. Well, she's shooting 75% tonight, and especially the last four were real key where it's got it up to a 17-point lead. Sullivan for three from the right wing. Nothing but net. Her first three of the game. She's missed a ton of them and finally gets a big bucket there, and that makes it 46-32. St. Joe trying not to go down here. 4.30 to play in the game. 13 points for Sullivan now. Foster. Crossover. Crossover again to the opposite side, then passes off to oh. Heimlich. 
It looks like we're getting a little spread offense here now by Marion. Want to run that clock? Oh. 413, uh, trying to go four oh. corners almost. And yes, they they're are. almost going into the backcourt. Back but Foster splits everybody, goes up for the lay-in. It rolls around the rim, won't drop. And Hutchin <laughs> trying to fight for the rebound, dives and can't get it. But there's, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. But if there's anything you can credit Mackenzie Hutchin more with, I don't know if there's anyone that hustles on the floor more than Mackenzie no, Hutchin. No, she gets uh, my Mrs. Hustle, Miss Hustle game award for the season. 14-point lead here for Marion, 46-32. Garalchek, the jumper, won't go. Ball tipped around, oh. out of bounds. Remains St. Joe basketball, last touch by Marion. Well, that's why in that case, Heimlich, you want to tip that back out towards the top of the key rather than in the corner. So here's Heastam with the ball. Gives it to Naman, right wing. Covered by Peyton Rangel, now Garalchek. Back to Naman, right wing. Back to Garalchek, right corner. Inside pass to Sullivan. Lefty oh. lay-in rims off, but Sullivan gets the rebound. Pulls it out to the right wing. 3.30 to play. Pulls up for three, won't go. Jaden okay. Rangel the rebound, and that... That may do it at that point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They needed a basket, and if he should have made it, and well, Sullivan gets the steal. Clear. Sullivan going the length of the floor. She's fouled, oh, misses the shot. Right. Sullivan will go to the line to shoot two. So, just as they say that, she might get it back within a dozen. Well, she's got 13 going for 14 and 15 points here tonight, and she needs them. The 61% free throw shooter on the year. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. First free throw is good for Sullivan. Thanks to Andrew Weiss and Knights of Columbus Insurance, the presenting sponsor for all our <laughs> Holy War broadcasts, including baseball and softball coming in May. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more about Andrew Weiss, Knights of Columbus Insurance, by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. Second free throw for Sullivan is good. She makes both free throws. And a timeout on the floor by St. Joe as they pull within 12. 46-34, 3-13 remaining in the game. Can St. Joe come all the way back? Or is Marion moving on to the sectional final? Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. You could be the lucky winner of a new roof, new gutters, or $150 cash through St. Vincent de Paul Society's Roof Raffle, sponsored by AM Home Services. Tickets are $25 each and can be purchased by mailing cash or check along with your name and phone number to St. Vincent de Paul at 520 Crescent Avenue. Winners will be announced April 2nd. See full terms and conditions at svdpsb.org or call 574-234-6000. You can't win if you don't play. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day, free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, welcome back here to Redeemer Radium 95.7. 46-34 is our score. Marion up by 12. Closest to St. Joe has been all game. Marion led 18-0 out of the gate. And Marion outlet pass up front to Kendall Bethel. The shot blocked by Garalchek, but a foul call. And Becca Brzezewski gets up off the bench and just yells, Are you kidding me? Oh, it was. Again, there's a case where Bethel had the... Got, got the uh, the alley-oop had the long football pass. She could just brought that thing right back out to the top. 
But uh, she's going to the free throw, and she proved me wrong. She's going to score points. And Bethel makes the front end. First points of the night. Second free throw's good, and <laughs> as bad as Miriam was from the free throw line throughout the game, they've been great here in the fourth quarter. They push the lead to 14. Now th just over three minutes left in the game. St. Joe needs points. Naman, they're going to say it's a long two, misses the shot. Ball goes off the face of Goralchek. She loses that contact, it looks like. And then now here comes Mary in the opposite way. Pass inside, nearly stolen away, but Foster comes up with it. Foster gives it off to Heimlich. Heimlich gets the bucket. And now a timeout on the floor. Makes it 50-34. to 2.47 to play here in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I'll tell you They're going to say it's official timeout for Garolchak to get... Okay. We're getting them all back out onto the floor. Well, Garolchak lost the contact, okay, yeah. so I think they took her out of the game. Yeah, you can see a trainer there working with her. Who made that last basket? I called it, but now I don't remember. Wow, wow. Can't remember. Heimlich. Heimlich, Heimlich on the nice pass from Hudgen. <laughs> Here's Biffle, opposite end. Jumper goes for Cashlin Biffle. Our Redeemer Radio intern gets the bucket, and it's 50-34, to 34, but 2.30 remaining in the game. Time running out for St. Joe here as Marion looking to win the rematch here in the Holy War. <laughs> Very fortunate pass there by Biffle. Went through about three people and got out to her own person, Hudgen. Hutchin gives it off to Heimlich. Heimlich won't go. That gives it off to Steve Scott, Coach Scott. He wants him to pull it out. You're going to shoot free throws the rest of the way. Doesn't need any penetration of the basket. And now Sullivan up to Radikin. Radikin shot, won't go. Biffle the rebound, and she gets the putback. Well, Biffle's coming on here a little bit. That's her seventh point here in the fourth period. But Saint or Marion breaks the press. Heimlich shot won't go. 144 to play in the game. 50 to 38 is the score. I tell you, some you get to a point in the ball game, you're not playing, if you're Marion, you're not playing St. Joseph's anymore. You're playing the clock. The clock is your opponent. And uh, I don't and Marion is a, they're still attacking. As Heimlich goes to the free throw line, 79% free throw shooter. You know, and we've been critical of their free throw shooting tonight. But I tell you, in crunch time here in the fourth period, they've been nothing but the bottom of the net as she makes two. That makes it 52 to 38 with one minute, uh, 100 seconds left in the ball game. She make both free throws Made there? both of them, yes. Uh, Tony Letcher, player of the game, possibility. Here's Raddick in for three. She makes it. 11-point game, 52-41. Foster brings the ball up the floor. Bethel underneath to Heimlich. Heimlich off the window and in. I'll tell you, Marion just keeps attacking. And uh, real positive on their part. Opposite end, Naman with the bucket. Timeout on the floor. Bench warning called on St. Joe. <laughs> Official not happy. Not happy with that. Yelling a bench warning that they should stay on the... 
Yeah. Get on the stay on your seat. seat. I think basically he was talking to the assistant coaches rather than Coach Brzezinski. Uh, there's no reason, you know, assistants don't get any slack or any leeway. Head coaches get a lot of leeway. Timeout on the floor with the score 54 43, 109 to play in the game. Uh, we'll keep it here with, with this being a 30-second timeout. Let you know when you open up an Elevate membership at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you get $50 in your new account and another $50 for an eligible nonprofit like a Catholic high school or parish or even Redeemer Radio. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. 54-43 is our score. Just over a minute to play in the game, Coach. Well, I tell you, it's a four-possession ball game. Not impossible, but uh, again, you're going to have to uh, get some help from Marion to miss some free throws or miss some shots, turn the ball over, or in St. Joe, finish it off with some baskets. Peyton Rangel gives it off to Christina Heimlich. They break the yeah. press. Now Kendall Bethel has it nearly stolen oh. away. Bethel falls to the ground. They somehow don't call a travel, and she gets it off to Hutchin, and Hutchins fouled, and St. Joe's... St. Joe can't believe it. And I'm not really sure how that's not a travel. Unless you're going to say she never had possession of the ball, and maybe that's how it's not a travel, Coach? Yeah, you, it could be. We'll see. Hudson, get her that free throw line. She's been there a lot. This is this is her ninth and tenth appearance at the free throw line. She misses the front end. This I'm sorry, seventh, eighth. This is her uh, ninth time, I believe. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. One minute to go in the game. Marion up by 11, trying to put this one away. Hutchins' second free throw is good. And a timeout on the floor here by St. Joe with exactly a minute to play. 12-point game. We'll take our final timeout of regulation. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne South Bend, every Wednesday at noon for his weekly show, Truth in Charity. On each episode, he joins host Kyle Hyman to discuss key issues facing Catholics in the diocese and beyond. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. If you would like to submit a question, go to RedeemerRadio.com slash AskBishop. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rose is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. It is 9 p.m. This is 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. You're listening to the Redeemer Radio Girls Basketball Spotlight Game. St. Joe versus Marion in the Holy War on the Hardwood rematch in the 3A sectional semifinals at Glen. Brought to you by Tyrac, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. 59 seconds remaining in the game. Marion leading St. Joe 55-43 here. Trying to get the victory and... Move ahead to the Holy War, or move ahead to the 3A sectional championship game. Marion putting a little bit of pressure on uh, St. Joe's. They're not going to foul or try to get the steal. Just try to take a little, a couple extra seconds off the clock. Sullivan, 4-3. It's good. <laughs> Nine-point game, 51 seconds left. Marion inbounds the ball to Peyton Rangel. Rangel across midcourt. Biffle call for the foul. Oh. Well, that's all that uh, St. Joseph can do now. Again, the clock is their enemy. And uh, 12. again, Rangel going to that line. Sullivan has 12 points Point. here in the fourth quarter, 18 for the game. Peyton that's, Rangel to the free throw line. That's her average, and uh, I wouldn't say it's one of the best games she's had, but she's scoring her average. Rangel at the free throw line makes the front end. She, she has 
made as many free throws in this game as the rest of the, <laughs> the season, season combined. How about that? That's misses a, the second yeah, free throw. Yeah. Ten point lead. Radikin for three. It's off the mark. Rebound comes down to Heimlich. And Hutching gets the ball. Pressed by St. Joe. Hutching gives it out to Foster. 31 seconds left. They get it across the timeline. Foster gives it off to Peyton Rangel. Rangel yeah, kicks it out to Heimlich. Then to Bethel in the corner. No. Bethel covered by Sullivan. Now gives it off. And that does it. That might do it. 17 seconds left. The Marion fans are on their feet, Ange. 17 seconds left. Marion up by 10. They won another Avenger game, and uh, they want to take on Washington, and they will be playing them tomorrow night. You can listen to it right here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. And that's, again, Washington beat them during the regular season. So it ought to be a great one. And as we see, McCudgeon going to the free throw line. Biffle and Sullivan, Gralchek coming out of the game. Tears running down Sullivan's face, understandably so. What an outstanding career she has had. Just great, super. 18 points here tonight. She finishes with 1,455 career points, fifth all time. Hutchin makes both free throws. Radikin for three, won't go. Ball tipped around, Foster inbounds, and they're going to say she stepped out of bounds. St. Joe girl was standing on the line, but she received that pass inbounds. Foster will inbound. Montag going to check into the game. She's going to tell us who she's coming in for. In for Nevaeh Foster. Foster's coming out. We can also see. I don't have a 20 on my roster. I don't have a 20. I apologize. Let's see if I can find that. We got to get her name. Inbound pass comes into Hutchin. Hutchin fouled by Naman. It's Addison Shade. Addison Shade. I didn't update my roster numbers. I had her for <laughs> 44. Okay, well, hey, she's in the ball game. We give her special recognition. Freshman getting into the game. Hutchin was fouled. Grace O'Hara coming. Oh, excuse me. Madeline Cerny coming into the ball game. Now we got some. Now uh, Peyton Rangel checking out. Now we got another 44. Doc Gunn, it's been a tough end of the ball game. And that is Myra Wigfall. Hutchins' front end is no good. <laughs> Second free throw is no good. Rebound for St. Joe. Radikin with three seconds left. Three-pointer at the buzzer. Won't go. Marion avenges its regular season loss. The Knights defeat St. Joe 58-46 in the Holy War. Marion is moving on to the 3A sectional final tomorrow night when they will take on the Washington Panthers 7.30 p.m. tip-off here on Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM. What a victory here for the Marion Knights as they get the win over the St. Joe Indians. And tell you what, this is a great moment here on the floor. Marion players going over and hugging their friends over at St. Joe. There it is, and it's a, like I said, it's a real great rival. It's not a bitter rival, but they, as we saw, they go after each other. When it's all over, it's over. And I know Josh Jude is going to look to get a pre-game, a post-game interview here. 
And he's going to get Christina Heimlich, our Tony Letcher player of the game, along with, I believe, Mackenzie Hutchin. But let's go. Let's go courtside now. Let's go courtside here to Josh Jude with our Tony Letcher Health Markets player of the game, Christina Heimlich. Uh, great win you had there. Um, how does it feel getting the big win against St. Joe in the Holy War when it matters in sectionals? Uh, it feels great. You know, we work so hard for this. We practice, and we just work so hard, and we're, I'm so happy that this happened. You had 20 points tonight. What got you going on the offensive end? Uh, I just had confidence, and, you know, I knew that I had to step up for this game, and I did, and I'm just so happy we won. You got a big game against Washington in the sectional championship. What do you have to do to prepare for that? Um, same thing, you know, they're big, they've won uh, great games, and it's going to take everything just like tonight, and I feel confident. All right, thank you. Thank you. Josh going to try to get Mackenzie Hutchin now as well. Go ahead, Josh. I'm here with Mackenzie Hutchins. Uh, you were a big spark in this game on the offensive glass on the defense. What propelled you with all that energy? I mean, I just like to hustle on the court, and even when my shots aren't falling, I'm trying to crash the boards so that I can help my team get the win. What does it mean beating St. John the Holy War when it matters? It's so big. I mean, it's just redemption time for us from Holy War. We knew we had it. I mean, last time it was a luck shot at the end of the um, to go to overtime and <laughs> Holy War in the first time. So this is huge for us because we want to come back and win our third sectional in a row. So this is huge for us. All right, big game against Washington next week. What's uh, or tomorrow? What's the, what's the game plan going into that? I mean, basically the same thing is here. We just got to pack it in, not let them get to the basket because that's their bread and butter, and rebound like we did this game. That was our main focus, and that's going to be our main focus again today, tomorrow. All right, thank you. Nice job there by Josh Judy with Mackenzie Hutchin. I know Mackenzie's grabbing her elbow a little bit. Hopefully she is okay as she got hit hard late in the game. But Christina Heinlich, our Tony Letcher Health Markets Player of the Game with 20 points here tonight, Coach. Uh, no doubt about it, a senior who willed her team to victory right out of the gate. She had eight points in that first quarter. Well, she did. She came out and she was ready to play. And she had her Marion Knights ready to play. Great senior leaderships that time by Christina Heimlich. And, uh, hey, the rest of the team followed suit and uh, came away with just a, a great, great victory for the Marion Knights to advance into the championship game against the powerful Washington Panthers. The Redeemer Radio player of the game is brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Tony is a parishioner at Quinn of Peace Catholic Church and his kids attend Marion High School. If you're looking for assistance with Medicare, your family or individual health insurance or life insurance, visit tletcher.com. Thanks to Tony Letcher from Health Markets for supporting high school sports on Redeemer Radio. 58-46 is the final as Marion improves to 21-5 on the season. St. Joe's season ends at 16-9. and And coach, we have to Give big shout-outs out to the St. Joe seniors. Uh, Ann Garalchak, Cashlin Biffle, Keegan Sullivan. Those three have been outstanding. K Katie Gutierrez also, but does not play that much on the team. Uh, but those three starters especially, Keegan Sullivan going to finish fifth all-time uh, in all-time scoring with 1,455 points. 
So absolutely uh, incredible job for her. I tell you, those four have really led St. Joseph to a lot of victories in their career at St. Joseph's. And uh, they've really set the standard and set the standard very high for what's expected of St. Joseph basketball. And uh, tonight just was not their night, but they've had, a, again, another great season under the direction and tutelage of Becca Bischewski, the coach. Well, hopefully Mackenzie Hutchins okay. Dr. Brian Radican is now uh, talking to her. Uh, she hurt that elbow. Uh, credit to her for being willing to do a post-game interview with uh, us, even though her elbow is obviously in pain. And, you know, they got the training staff over there as well. So hopefully McKenzie is okay as they check, take a look at her elbow. Uh, Coach, have you been able to total up? Here? I've got the total scoring here. Uh, okay, go ahead. In tonight's yeah, the final score was Marion 58 and St. Joseph 46. The scoring for the St. Joseph Indians, Kelly Radigan had seven points. Keshlin Biffle had eight points, uh, seven of those in the fourth period. Keegan Sullivan, who averages 18, 17.8 points a game, ended up with 16 points. And uh, so he was the leading scorer for the St. Joseph Indians. And Goralchek had seven. Sarah Heastan had four. And Maya Newman had two points. For the uh, Mary, the victorious Marion Knights, I should say, Kendall Bethel had two real key free throws. There were only two points of the game. Uh, Vea Foster ended up with uh, 13 points, did not, only had three points in the second half. St. Joe was able to uh, shut her out a little bit, but couldn't quite, uh, you know, keep the Marion Knights down. Mackenzie Hudgen had 14 points on the night, and she scored in every quarter. Uh, Peyton Rangel had nine points, and uh, she had four free throws in a row, five, I should say, that were real key for her nine points. And the leading scorer for the Marion Knights, the leading scorer in the ballgame, and the Tony Letcher player of the game, Christina Heimlich, ended up with 20 points, eight in the first quarter, four in the second, two in the third, and six in the final quarter. So that is our scoring as Marion defeats the St. Joseph Indians 58-46 to to advance to the championship game tomorrow night. You ready for tomorrow night? I'm ready. I'm re That'd be a good one. Now, we didn't see that game between Marion and uh, we didn't do it, uh, the Marion and Washington, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, another chance for Marion to avenge a regular season <laughs> loss. I don't know. We know 18 teams um, in the first round avenge regular season losses marion makes it 19, 19 at least and who knows who else may have done it tonight but they can make it 20 tomorrow i'm sure marion over like washington to be number 20 you're right and marion gonna go for the three pete and try to win a third Three's straight six. sectional championship tomorrow night against the washington panthers congratulations to the saint joe indians especially again to their seniors cash and biffle keegan sullivan and garalchek and katie gutierrez on uh, great careers representing saint joe um a, a great way all year their season comes to an end with a 16-9 record marion improves to 21-5 the knights will take on washington in the 3a sectional finals tomorrow night at 7:30. you'll hear the game right here on redeemer radio pre-game coverage starts at 7 15. 
High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio has been presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Learn more about Andrew at andrewweisskofc.com. Thanks to our producer back at the 95.7 Studios, Joe Andert, our courtside reporter, Josh Jude, our St. Joe senior intern, and Zach Smith handling social media reports on our 95.7 Twitter and Facebook accounts. For Bob Berger, I'm Angel DiCarlo. The final score from Glenn, Marion takes down St. Joe in the Holy War on the Hardwood rematch. The Knights are off to the sectional finals to face Washington tomorrow night at 7.30 right here on Redeemer Radio. Good night and God bless from Walkerton. As we get older, it's natural to think about what kind of legacy we will leave to those we love. Life in this world is finite, and when we face death, there can be abundant peace in knowing that all we have worked for will help others to become saints. Leave a legacy of evangelization by planning to give a portion of your estate to Redeemer Radio in your will. Your gift will have eternal consequences in the lives of those brought into deeper relationship with Christ because of Redeemer Radio. This is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church and chaplain at St. Joseph High School. Let us pray. Loving God, as we walk our journey of faith with your Son and with each other, may we cherish the lessons we learn in daily life that help us to grow in faith, hope, and love. May today's game help us to resolve to work together more perfectly to share your gospel of Jesus Christ, to share his peace and joy and truth, so that we may more strongly be united to each other and to you and to your church. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Thanks for joining us for High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio, 95.7 FM. Our broadcast was presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, where you bank does matter, and by Tire Rack, more tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. We now return you to regular programming already in progress.